You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Hey everybody, we're here to recap the first of the 72 games hopefully 72 games that we get this season. Um, and the good news for the Warriors season opener is that it happened. We got to see them back on the court for the first time in more than nine months. We got to see Steph Curry, who has only played five games in the last year and a half. And that's about where the good news ends. And the bad news was pretty much everything else. Um, if you're looking for a silver lining of good news, that certainly came at the Warriors' expense. It's that Kevin Durant looked absolutely sensational in his first game with the Nets, his first game since tearing an Achilles, and his final game with the Warriors. Um, he he looked exactly like Kevin Durant. You would you would not know if you woke up from a coma that this was a player who had been rehabbing a torn Achilles. Uh, he was great as a as a basketball fan, as a Warriors fan. That's something you want to see, even if on this particular night, it was rather harmful to the Warriors' attempts to win the basketball game. Um, but Durant was not really the big story for why the Warriors lost, um, which they did in emphatic fashion. Um, that story is really just that they did not play well at all. Um, and they came out of the gates... Got a few good looks and missed them. Um, Steph Curry said after the game that missing shots was really deflating and that he could feel the energy kind of drop for the team and that that started to impact the defense. And it quickly was reflected on the scoreboard. Um, the Nets jumped out to a double-digit league quickly and then they pushed that to 20 points quickly. Um, the Warriors closed the gap a little bit at the end of the first quarter, but even so, it was a 15-point Brooklyn lead after one quarter, 40-25. to 25. Um, Obviously, 40 points, not what you want to be giving up in a quarter, even to a team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So it just it started poorly, and, and from there on, it, it stayed poor. Um, the Warriors did not have anything to offer in the third quarter where we've so often seen them kind of bounce back. Instead, uh, they went in the opposite direction and got outscored by 10 points in that quarter. It was actually the second and fourth quarter or the second and fourth quarters, I should say, um, ironically, the ones where Curry was sitting where the Warriors actually were able to, to do a little damage um, or at least tread waters is kind of more accurate. Um, so yeah, it was it was just a first game of the season. Um, apologies for the French, but shit show. Um, nothing nothing was working. They they looked like they needed many more weeks of training camp, maybe many more months of training camp. Um, Steve Kerr said that after the words that they looked like a team that had been practicing for two weeks together. Uh, they they just looked rusty. They actually, I was kind of surprised at how many good shots they got. 
Uh, Steve Kerr said after the game that that wasn't the case. He didn't really like the looks they got. Um, and I do agree that they often settled when there was a better shot to get, but it, it wasn't like they were incapable of getting open shots. Uh, they were still getting some open shots, maybe not from the players they always wanted in the spots they always wanted. Um, but it wasn't a game where they were, you know, getting contested all night long, getting blocked all night long. Um, they just weren't getting the ideal shots and they weren't missing or they weren't making the shots that they did get. And that was especially apparent with Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre Jr. Um, there's there's no way to sugarcoat it. They were awful. Um, Wiggins was four for 16 from the field, two of six on threes, and didn't do anything else. He had just two rebounds, one assist, one block, four turnovers, and four fouls. Um, Oubre definitely played better. His defense was a little better. His all-around game was better with seven rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks, um, to just three turnovers and one foul. But he shot three of 14 from the field, missed all six of his three-point attempts. Um, so, you know, it's it's not a recipe for success when the Warriors starting two and three shoot a combined seven for 30. Uh, I don't think they're going to win many, if any, games when they play like that. Um and it kind of trickled down from there. Really, really, no one played particularly well. Steph, uh, he looked super healthy. He looked like Steph. The shots just weren't falling. He had some remarkable finishes at the rim. He had 10 assists, which is is certainly something to be optimistic about. But the shot wasn't there. He shot 7 for 21, made uh, just two three-pointers on 10 attempts. Uh, the Warriors are a team that I still think will be pretty darn good but they don't have the margin for error. Um, they need Steph Curry to be an MVP, and they need Draymond Green to be an all-star. And when Curry struggles with his shot and Draymond Green is in street clothes, they do not have a lot of margin for error, and they need everything to break correctly. And for the most part, uh, nothing broke correctly. The defense wasn't there. The role players weren't scoring. Uh, the energy level waned as as the score or as the deficit grew. Um, I will give credit to to Ubre in that regard. He continued to play with a lot of energy and a lot of fight and verve, even as he was struggling and the team was struggling, um, and that was certainly admirable. Uh, another player who really struggled was Eric Pascal. Um, Pascal was starting in place of Draymond Green and. In fairness, he didn't have you know a great um, he didn't have a great defensive assignment, and because the Nets start Kevin Durant at the four, and understandably Steve Kerr did not want to go with Pascal guarding Durant, so he put Wiggins on Durant. Pascal started on uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, and you know that's a that's a hard that's a hard task for a power forward to defend a a pretty good point guard even though um Dinwiddie didn't actually have that good of a game he only had nine points uh, only took six shots uh but Pascal had to work really hard on defense often was out of place and his offense just it wasn't there in a, in a reduced role we saw him really excel last year when he was kind of surprisingly given the green light after everything went off the rails for the Warriors uh and he's going to play a much smaller role this year um and for one game at least 
that didn't look like something he was particularly in a good position to do. Now to a few things that actually went well. Um, James Wiseman uh, kind of surprisingly got the start, really just jumped straight into the deep end of the pool. Um, you know, he had only played three games in college. He had missed all three preseason games after contracting the coronavirus. And really, I think had only had two scrimmages with the team. And he was given a starting role. And it wasn't the, you know, Damian Jones, Zaza Pachulia starting role where he plays six minutes, sits for the rest of the half. He played 24 minutes. Um, a lot of those did come in garbage time once, once the game was decided. Um, but statistically, he had probably the Warriors' best night. He had 19 points and six rebounds, two steals, uh, just one turnover and two fouls. He shot seven of 13 from the field. He made a three-pointer, his only three-pointer attempt, uh, four of eight from the free throw line. His best moments came when the game was decided, and he was um, going against the back of the Nets bench, and it was kind of the Warriors' back of the bench versus the Nets' back of the bench, and Wiseman kind of dominated those minutes. Um, So on the one hand, you might want to take his performance with a grain of salt because it wasn't when he was going up against the Nets' best players. Um, on the other hand, if you're looking for an indicator of what's to come, you want your high ceiling prospects to dominate the fringe NBA players. And and I think he he did that. It, it was an impressive showing. He had a lot of mistakes, as you expect, out of a player in, in their first career game, especially a 19-year-old, especially going against a team that figures to be one of the best in the league. Steve Kerr said... Uh, that Wiseman was incredibly raw and had a lot of things to work on, but also was open about the fact that you saw on the floor why the team is so high on him. And they are incredibly high on him. And that is, um, I promise you, that is authentic. The Warriors are not, uh, the Warriors are not heavy handed with, with the compliments for young players. Um, they are very high on him. And he showed that um, by far the best plus minus of the Warriors starters at minus 10. Um, but again, that was largely due to the fact that he was on there for the for the garbage time, which the Warriors won. One other player who deserves a positive shout out is Michael Mulder. He only played seven minutes, um, but he made all three of his shots, including two three-point attempts. He is making a case that he should be getting some more minutes. Damian Lee also made his only three-point attempt, only played 12 minutes uh, with the way that Wiggins and Ubre struggled to shoot their threes. Um, obviously, Kent Bazemore not a huge weapon from beyond the arc. Um, same with Juan Toscano-Anderson. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Kerr starts making a little bit more time for Damian Lee and Michael Mulder, try to get their shots on the court and see if they can fall. So as it is, the Warriors lose 125-99. to uh, They fall to 0-1, and they'll be back on Friday, Christmas Day, where it doesn't get any easier as they take on Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. And we'll be back then. In the meantime, head over to goldenstateofmind.com, read all our articles,